This is a podcast about networking. Networking is the ability to communicate and establish relationships to help you and others progress in their future endeavors. In light of the world changing right in front of our eyes, it's very important now more than ever to learn and master the skill of networking. It used to just be about physical networking, but with social media now being a part of our daily lives, the ability to share dialogue has shifted from face to face to screen to screen. Today, more people are becoming more social on social media and missing the tools of how to be social in real life. In order to establish your network, you have to learn how to communicate both on and off the screen. Creating and maintaining your network is the key to unlocking your potential within yourself and opens the door to the endless possibilities of a successful future. This podcast teaches you how to establish your network and how to maintain relationships on and off your screen. Hey, nice to meet you. The Networking Podcast, hosted by Desiree Jones. It's a pleasure to meet you. Talk soon. I'm Desiree Jones, or Des for short, and welcome to Hey, Nice to Meet You, the networking podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to establish network, maintain relationships both on and off your screen. And today I have an amazing guest, a future graduate of Morehouse College. We got Kendall Camp here. Woo woo, Kendall Camp. So more about Kendall. Yep, yep. Welcome, welcome. So Kendall Camp is a senior communications major at Morehouse College. Entering college, he created his own podcast, Privileged Black Kids, which discusses finding the advantages that Gen Z and millennials of color have and how they can use their diverse backgrounds to uplift their communities. So a little bit more. During his undergrad, he interned at NBC Universal, Microsoft, Robinhood, and Commerce Ventures. He also was a fellow of Dorm Room Fund's Blueprint Investor Track and HBCVC, which is what I was in, where he contributed to their lab fund. Yes, we did. And I think we got like, what, second place, first place? We won. No, we won. I don't think there was a ranking, but I think we had the best deals. Yeah. Yeah. We were dream team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kendall Camp, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Oh my God. This is so exciting. How you doing? Doing well, uh, Des. Thank you so much for the intro. Um, that meant a lot. And just, yeah, just nice to be here and kind of talk about my experience experiences. Yes, of course. So, of course. Oh, I forgot to say today's topic. So, of course, we have a topic every time. And for this topic is, hey, how's undergrad? So, with this topic, we're going to get more into Kendall's Morehouse undergrad experience, what he's learned from freshman year to senior year, and the amazing things that he's kind of conquered, went through, and what he plans to do next. So, before... We get into that topic. Hey, how's undergrad? We're going to get into the book of the day. Whoop, whoop, book of the day. So for those that don't know, reading is fundamental and it's very important to continue to make it a habit. If you prefer audiobooks, that's totally fine. But something about the touch of a book and the flip of a page just brings solitude to the mind. So with that, today's book, we're going to ask Kendall, what's the book of the day? Give us a book, sir. What you got? Yeah, so... I'm definitely in the boat of I like audiobooks. Um, I read a lot, but I, I tend to listen to audiobooks. I'm also like a podcast, so I just like to listen to a lot of podcasts. But my Same. audiobook of the day is a book called Why I Left Goldman Sachs. Um, it basically talks about um, a person of why he left Goldman Sachs, just from kind of his top to where when he started at Stanford to him becoming a vice president, like I believe seven years later, and just that whole culmination of why he left and just the experiences. 
Um, I liked it too, because he talked about kind of what happened around like, Oh, one up until 08, um, which mm-hmm. obviously is big because of the financial crisis that happened. So it gets me a lot of insight. And obviously like during that time, like I was a kid. So it's just kind of like cool to learn about that stuff back then. Absolutely. So why I left Goldman Sachs, we're going to make sure to have, uh, put that in the information section of that audiobook to check it out. So why I left Goldman Sachs, I believe, oh yes, why I left Goldman Sachs, a Wall Street story by Greg Smith. So that is the book. Um, that's interesting. I'm excited to check into that myself. So that was the book of the day, ladies and gentlemen. So now we're going to get in today's topic. Hey, How's undergrad? How's undergrad? So being that, you know, I'm a recent grad, probably at this point might even just not be in school anymore, but college was, of course, an experience. So tell us about your college experience as an undergrad. Speaking about my time in college is a little bit different because I'm from Northern California, specifically yeah. Central Valley, which is like super rural. Once a high school that was 87 span. And there were four black kids in my senior class. Um, mm. So coming to Morehouse College, being at HBC was a total shock. Also being in Atlanta, Georgia, I just never saw so many black people well for themselves. Um, so college, I kind of came in. I knew I had an interest in business and media. I had thoughts about starting a podcast, but didn't know really what I wanted to do. And then the business stuff honestly came just through watching like YouTube videos of like Vaynerchuk and being like, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so I came into Morehouse thought I had to become like an investment banker and management consultant because kind of what was around me that was like the successful path. Um, and that just wasn't for me per se. Um, I had interest a lot more in media technology and now somewhat in venture capital. That's kind of how I shifted over to some of the internships that I do now or done, which you, which you stated. Um, for me, what college really taught me is one, time management is huge. Um, I've learned I have to make my own schedule and just do it in the best way that works for me. So whether I personally work really well in the in early mornings or late nights. Like everything in between is pretty bad. Um, and also just like up for stuff and just shooting shots. Like I know I have the background. I know I have the expertise. Like just do it. Don't don't overthink it. Yeah, that's real. That's real. So undergrad overall, like I know, you know, I'm sure it's, it's, we're in a panoramic. So I say panoramic, but you know, it's a different mm-hmm. time. So, but you still manage to network your way into all these amazing opportunities so like how was the adjustment for you like what did you have to do like give us the give us the mm-hmm. keys yeah it was definitely tough when my sophomore year got kicked off campus and i was like go back home um and going when i went back home to california like the person i am like nothing's gonna not gonna stop like you know, sadly, like I had a radio show that I was doing with my friend Jalen Greer at the time. And we had to like pivot that to like a fully digital, you know, show. And we we're doing things on Instagram and YouTube, like trying to do whatever. Um, and it kind of helped as far as like skills for networking. Um, something that I just tried to do is one, just be very cognizant of people's time. Um, I'm taking 30 minutes with you. I actually have real questions. I have some notes down. Like I'm not just saying like, oh, let's, let's just talk to talk. Like I, I want to get some like real knowledge from you. Um, that's what I learned. Also, too, like during a time when you're not in person or you can't see people, your digital, I guess, profiles have to be very clean, um, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, like just looking legit helps out so much. Because even for the past three internships I got, two of them came through a LinkedIn recruiter, which is crazy. Mm. And then my last my last role I got, um, that literally came through seeing something in HBCVC Slack 
and me mm. hitting up a person saying, Hey, I know, you know, a person at this fund because you work with them in X, Y, Z, like it all connects. Um, but that's mainly through all relationships and having my digital profile, you know, at a good level. Nice. Solid. And when you say at a good level, it's not like you got like a bazillion followers. Like you're just like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. I mean, I think just speaking to LinkedIn one, I, I would think, you know, having a clean headshot. Um, also, you know, having a headline that is yourself, but pretty simple. Um, like yeah. in my headline, if you went on my LinkedIn, it's just talking about like, okay, he's an incoming product marketing manager at Microsoft. He's a fellow commerce ventures and he's a podcaster. Like it's very simple. Wait, sorry, repeat that. So you say you're incoming, let the people know. Yeah. So um, on my LinkedIn, it says like incoming product marketing manager at Microsoft then fellow commerce ventures and then podcaster. So it's like, you remember Kendall, there's three things. Like he works in big mm. tech, he's working at a venture fund and he's a podcaster done. Um, I think bios like don't honestly on your LinkedIn have to be like that. Uh, not saying well thought out, but you don't have to like go in depth on it. Um, it can be yeah. one sentence, four sentences, like just do what you want, but don't have things that are misspelled or things that like, it's not, uh, it's not updated. Um, yeah. I think also like the last big point I'm very big on is just, posting your accomplishments, posting what you're doing, um, thanking people after an internship, um, and just really trying to engage. Um, that's something I've noticed. And even doing things on Medium, sometimes I'll write, write a blog. It might only get 50 to 60 likes, but people are seeing like, okay, Kendall's talking about his thoughts. He's interested. Um, things can always come your way. So that's kind of what I learned. Yo, that's awesome. And this is all in undergrad, ladies and gentlemen. Like You're achieving it all. I'm so happy for you. And you know, the best is always yet to come, but my gosh, like it is possible, ladies and gentlemen, it is possible. Network is indeed your net worth and he's living truth. Kendall's living truth. So now we're going to get into the next topic topic or segue. It's called, then it all went left. So this is a segment where I talk about a situation that went like totally terrible, but led to the right track because sometimes you got to go left to go right, to be honest. And in most cases, when you go left, you learn something at the end, and it was probably meant to be that way to begin with. So with that, like, tell us about a time you in your undergrad where something went left for you. Yeah, um, definitely my sophomore year. Um, to be frank, I was doing very bad in a math class. I think it was also doing bad in a Spanish class, and my GPA was dropping. Like, to be frank, at the time, it was like a I think I ended this semester cumulative, cumulatively at a 2.8. And for anybody who has tried to break in the finance or consulting field, if you're trying to work at a Goldman Sachs or McKinsey or Bain, a 2.8 is just not going to cut it. They like to see kids who typically have three threes and above. Um, so at that time, I was like, oh, wow, like I'm not going to get the internship I want. Like I'm not going to be in New York. Like what am I doing? Um, but I said, like, okay, like Kendall, just apply your strengths and what you're interested in. So um, already knowing I had an interest in marketing, which I think you and I both know marketing at the end of the day is just storytelling. Yeah. I shifted my major over to communications to where I knew I could still do things around writing. I knew also too, from a storytelling aspect, things like wouldn't really change. Um, I think mm. from, from my perspective, a comms degree can be better because you are writing more. Um, and I knew I could just kind of have my pathway more broad than being down this like set, like business major mindset. Yeah. Um, so I changed and it worked out really well for me to where I was able to keep doing things in media. I got an internship at NBC Universal. And, you know, typically media companies, they don't care much more. They don't care as much about GPA. They actually care about what content you've done previously because it's a media company. Like, what is your actual value add? Right. Um, so that's what I did. 
And it really helped me so much through NBC, even doing things at Dorm Room Fun like that summer. Um, it just all kind of put together. Um, let's say if I maybe did have that great GPA, maybe I would have worked at a management consulting firm or investment bank. Great opportunities, but I don't know if I could handle the hours, if I'm being right. honest. So um, I like where I'm at now. And also too, like I'm going to a company to where I can still be mostly fully myself. Like I can wear jeans to work and nobody's going to say anything. <laughs> no, that's real. That's so real. Because I remember my, was it my sophomore year? Actually, it was my junior year. I had a breakthrough because I was a five-year MBA major. So like you got four years uh, business administration and fifth year your master's. My junior year, second semester, I decided to switch my major to marketing. So it was still in the business world, but I switched to marketing because I was like, I literally had hindsight, like they're going to need more video soon. And at that point I was still doing promo Jones and video editing and stuff. So I was like, people are going to need to learn how to do video. I want to still be in business, but I still want to focus on how I can market business, like market video. So I was like, let me switch my major. And it totally worked out. I was able to still learn about marketing apply it to my business, but then also apply it to the skill set that I have. And now it works for where I'm at now. So, you know, having that pivot or having that GPA drop, like I know that happened for me too. Um, it sometimes it's a wake up call. Mm -hmm. So I guess when you say like, what did you learn from this? You know, what, what was your takeaway? I know for me, my takeaway was like, you know, trust my gut, you know, make sure that if it was the right decision, just hop on it. But what was your, uh, like, what did you learn in the sense from when you went left? Yeah, I, definitely for me, I would say is grades don't entirely matter. I will put a disclaimer though. I definitely still like focus on getting great grades. Like throughout my time in college from sophomore year to senior, I went from a 2.8 GPA to 3.4. But that Ooh. just speaks to the work and doing things I was interested in. Like things came more natural. Like it wasn't as yeah. hard, honestly, for me. Um but I would say, you know, I guess like what I learned from that, just with the GPA standpoint is really just apply to things that you're like highly interested in and don't always think about the GPA. Um, it's literally actually me like right now, I guess I'll like, I'll say it to you. We haven't talked about it, but I'm applying right now to like MBA deferred programs. And previously I thought like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not the candidate. And I was talking to a partner at a certain venture fund. I won't name the fund. And it was like a one-on-one -on -one call. And he was saying, you should apply for these schools, like the deferred program. And I was like, if he thinks I can and I look up to him, like maybe I should shoot the shot. So um, always, I would say just don't down yourself and don't like define yourself by GPA, especially in college. It, it's really stupid if you do that. Don't. Well, you heard it first, ladies. You heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so GPA is not as important. I, I agree with that to an, a certain extent, because if you have your passion, you find something that flows well continue doing that. And that could be the asset that could help take you to that role or that internship because that's happened with you, Kendall. That's happened with me. So yes, that, that does make sense. School does come first, but you know, make sure that you're enjoying what you're doing too, for the most part too, because college is all about exploring. So that's, that's real. So we're going to get into the next segment. It's called 100 Commandments of Confidence. So I do this because you know, while it's great to network and talk to people, you also should have some type of confidence internally because that's what helps boost your level of reaching out to people. It gives you energy to be your best self, having confidence. So with that, I want to ask you, um, Kendall, what is your commandment of confidence for the listeners? Yeah, I guess I'm taking a, a quote from Russell Westbrook, which isn't the best time right now. Um, for anybody who's <laughs> watched Lakers, they're trash. Uh, but one thing that Russell Westbrook always says is why not? Um, and I apply that to my daily life now, as far as when I'm applying to things or, 
whether doing a podcast like this or putting out my own content or applying to something that I just really want to do. It's just like, why not? Um, yeah. I think a lot of times we put barriers on ourselves, whether because of the school we went to, um, obviously race plays a factor into it. Um, socioeconomic Still. status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a billion yeah. things you could say, like, why should I apply? Um, yeah. but I've kind of just have this more mindset of like, why not? Why not you? I love it. So the commandment of confidence for today is why not you? I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm taking that to heart for myself because there are certain things that I feel like I want to try, but I've been in my own way. So I'll tell you more about it down the road because why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the last section we got is the follow-up hack because like anyone, when you reach out to anybody, it's not just about communicating, saying hello, whatever, but following up. And I can, I can guess as you, Kendall, you have to follow up with a lot of things to make sure that whatever you needed to get done was finished, right? Mm-hmm. So what would be a great follow-up hack that you can give to a listener, anybody that might need help with reaching back out to people in the best way? Yeah, I, I guess my tip is a follow-up hack slash, I guess, like an, a, a networking hack is just sending opportunities to people that actually fits in their background demographic. Um, for instance, I have a person, he has his podcast is popping right now. I'm not going to say it too much because this is like some background stuff. Um, but I was reading an article of this person that was amazing. And I was like, they need to be on this, that podcast. Um, and I texted him saying, Hey, I know these connections at these places. I'll see what I can do. And he said, thanks, bro. Like that really means a lot. Obviously we're friends, but like the fact that I'm trying to provide value to his business and his like, what he's creating is like that's actual like i feel like networking in the right way um yeah. also too for any of the college students who are listening right now especially seniors a lot of us are just so bored in class a lot of times what i do for people who i know that i've spoken to about like trying to find job opportunities i'll just be in class and just look up different opportunities and see if i have a connection just send them send them their way they might not apply they might not get it but the fact that they're seeing like okay kennel cares about me just to send me this random opportunity at 10 42 a.m it shows like there's a real like network value at right there. That's real. Kendall's the plug, ladies. Kendall, Kendall Camp is the plug at Morehouse. No, <laughs> that's awesome. Right. No, you. that's real. I'm the same way. Like if, if something doesn't fit, like what's going on with me, I try to send it to as many people as possible because you just never know. And a lot of opportunities come through other people. So it's great that you're not only a great networker, but you're able to utilize your value and share it with others, but also recognize that other people have value too. And companies need to see that. So you send it their way too, which is like even better, which is the best part about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, my last question, because I think you asked me this on your podcast, like, Mm -hmm. so who would you suggest to be on this podcast, hey, nice to meet you, the networking podcast. What do you think? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, have you asked Gio? I haven't. I don't know. I want to ask Gio, but I don't even know what's going on. Like, I think yeah, I Gio like would be say great. That, he's like, yeah, I would love yeah, Gio I mean, on the show. Gio won, obviously, like for me, like Gio's a homie. Um, Absolutely. Love death. And also like him working at a venture fund, working at True Ventures, like obviously like a big opportunity for him. I think he provided a great um, perspective, not just one he, he, with him being an Asian male going to an HBCU and mm. also now working in venture capital to where we both know a lot of people who are venture capitalists, like went to Harvard or Stanford, like he's breaking that mm. mold. So I would love to hear about his experiences and his background. 
Oh yeah, that's great. You know, I still haven't like met Geo like we haven't had like a yeah. face, so I'm just like dang and we were supposed to nah, but like you, you'll definitely meet it. it's weird <laughs> yeah the HBCBC thing it's like because green team like what well, we go back to like it's like 2020 through 2021 right um, and now it's like every time like one of them are in Atlanta like I'll see them like I've met Toby I've met Gio but I haven't met like you or like Daryl like I want to meet these other people you know what I mean but we'll, we'll get there yeah. We're we're gonna get there, absolutely. I think Toby, she's gonna be on soon, so mm, that's dope. gonna be dope. But yeah, all right, Geo, if you hear the podcast, I'm hit you up. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, any last words? Any takeaways? This has been great, Kendall. Like, I'm just so appreciative of you just taking the time to speak for a little bit, you know. And I just want to congratulate you again because you're a graduating senior. It's happening. Got you. No, thank you so much for bringing me on. Um, honestly, this means a lot, you know, like me being able to kind of articulate my experiences and what I've done. Um, it just makes me feel great. And, you know, knowing that you like, like to hear my experiences and what I'm doing, just thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hopefully this won't be the last time and we still got to meet in person. So who knows when it all ends, we can have one live. You never know. Most definitely. Cool. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, this is Hey, Nice to Meet You, the Networking Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to establish your network and maintain relationships both on and off your screen. Um, where can the people follow you if you want people to follow you, Kendall? Yeah. Um, my Instagram underscore Kendall Camp. That's two L's, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, Camp, C-A-M-P. Also follow me on LinkedIn. Same name. There's no underscore. Um, and you can follow me on there. Um, I, I almost missed Twitter and honestly, because I'm wondering like what my username is, I think it's still underscore Kendall camp, but I might be wrong, but you can put that in like, I guess the show notes for people so they don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, no prob. Oh, and make sure to uh, subscribe to his podcast. Most definitely. Privilege Black is podcast. We're coming back soon. We're on a bit of a pause right now. I'm working on some other podcast stuff with my fund commerce ventures, but that stuff will release. You guys will see it. Um, and I'll post okay. all about it. Yeah, we'll post it too. We're all just going to. Post it, share it, because that's what networking is all about. So again, oh, follow me at the Book of Des, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Oh, you got a TikTok? You should get a TikTok. You'd be hilarious. No, I need to get checked for real. I need to start <laughs> posting stuff like legit. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, follow us all on TikTok. Everyone have a great rest of your day and shine bright, everyone. Bye. See ya.